We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. We got our way to win. It's simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one into Murray. Here we go. Ten seconds. Murray. What is up, everybody? Jenna Garcia here, your host of the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I'm actually recording today from my aunt Bobby's beautiful backyard. One of the greatest people you'll ever meet if you get to meet her. So great, great woman. This backyard, though, is inspiring. It's just beautiful if you all could see it. Um, But you might hear the dog or the little creek in the background. Hopefully not. Hopefully the mic has got just my voice today. But this is the first episode of season four of the Chicken Nuggets uh, podcast, which we have now been covering the Nuggets for four years, which is kind of incredible. I think uh, this is going to be the best year yet, absolutely, because I will be doing it for the first time full time um, in sports. So focus solely on sports, no secondary job. I know A lot of you guys out there work more than one job, so you get it. But the grind has been worth it and so excited to be here in San Diego for this week's Nuggets training camp. So many different things to talk about, but I'm going to just give you guys a quick blurb of the best stuff. And then, of course, you know, head over to Denver Stiffs and you'll get even more deep dive information into um, what Coach was saying and everything. But You can also check out Denver Stiff's social media pages for some of the fun clips from training camp so far. First up, I definitely want to go over like the schedule in general. Like this is our first time chatting. So the schedule for the Nuggets regular season turns out to be the easiest schedule in the NBA. The first 25 games, 13 of those are on the road. 12 back-to-backs, 16 nationally televised games and the most miles traveled in the Western Conference gets you the easiest schedule in the NBA. Don't I don't know how they calculate that, but I'm excited to hear that for once. Like we never catch a break when it comes to the schedule it seems like and I absolutely love what that could mean for some of the players who are coming back injured. It sounds like Malone's made a few comments so far about potentially staggering their time or you know being on a minutes restriction to start the season just to help them kind of ramp back up as they haven't played in a long time. And I'm sure you guys know I'm talking about MPJ and Jamal Murray. I personally think this is a great idea, just staggering their minutes, um, allowing them to ramp up, maybe not playing them on the second night of a back-to-back, all things that have been commented on or discussed. Um, But like I said, MPJ kind of had a different response. He specifically said on Media Day that he wants to play all 82 games. He doesn't believe taking a precautious route is going to be helpful for him. Um, But Malone said yesterday in his press conference that he fully believes that MPJ and Jamal should, and Joker, who played Euro Cup, and I I would assume that that also includes Vladko, um, who also was participating in the Euro Cup, but that he wants them to have a voice in the conversation and in the plan. And if a guy says to him he wants to practice or he wants to play, that he's not going to hold him out of a game. So Uh, I'm sure MPJ's voice has been heard by the front office, at least on media day they heard it, and hopefully there's some more conversations about it, but there still seems to be not that much information on that injury or kind of his progress 
outside of what he's barely saying to us in media press conference. He doesn't divulge very much. But Jamal Murray, on the other hand, has talked to the media twice now. He's been really open and vocal about his journey through his injury, his progress through this injury, um, how it's been affecting him. So I do want to share with you guys like a little bit about what he had to say before we get into Malone's comments today. Just because it was really exciting to see him, like very excited. Jamal's not a guy who loves talking to the media, but he will. And he definitely seemed more open and willing to yesterday. Maybe he maybe even missed us a little bit, you know. He spoke about practice a little bit, um, but that wasn't really what I took away from it. I just, I heard him say he felt rejuvenated being around his teammates, that there was high energy on the court. And then he talked a lot because we asked a lot of questions just about his progress through his injury. He spoke to the fact that, you know, he does feel really good and he's doing a lot of the same moves that he used to do. But, you know, maybe he's not doing it feeling 100% just yet. He didn't ever say specific percentage that he was feeling, but he said he's very close, you know, and that every single day he sees progress in himself, even when it's not his best day. He talked about how much he learned through this process about being patient because progress isn't, like, linear necessarily. There are some days when you, like, make a lot of progress and other days where you make a little, but... It's just being patient through the process and that he's kind of just spent time reflecting back to where he was on day three, on day 10, what he couldn't do a month ago and now he can do. And that has been kind of his positive push or kept him in a positive mindset to continue to push forward through this injury. Um, I found him to be very positive. He seemed like pretty pretty happy. He laughed a lot during his press conference. Uh, and he just had a new commercial drop. So make sure you check that out. And then Jamal also talked about like just that the focus of a lot of this season so far and this training camp so far has just been defense and building good habits, making sure that, you know, everyone is on the same page and everybody's playing both sides of the court. That's exciting to hear. Obviously, for Nuggets fans, you know that we are not a team that's known for defense. Uh, it used to crack me up when Riley was on the show. She would always be like, Michael Malone preaches defense and I don't see any defense on the floor. So I think, you know, that would be good for this team. And I think the moves that they made over this offseason clearly show that uh, Malone is finally getting what he wants. Some defenders, some guys who actually can be versatile defenders. And that actually he talked about that as well during his press conference. One of the highlights for sure was his comments on the plans to not necessarily change the defense, but make more make the defense more diverse mixing in more zone coverage and applying that to to make different situations more difficult for for teams not just doing zone off of um, baseline out of bounds plays but in other circumstances as well he also mentioned that he doesn't plan on hiding any players on defense anymore and I know we all know who he's referring to when he says that and well I guess it could be several guys there was a time when Jamal was hidden on defense he wasn't really stepping up as a defender as much. The last version of Jamal that we all got to see, he was definitely an improved defender. And then MPJ, obviously, is one of the big culprits that has to be hidden on defense. Well, Malone actually spoke to just like MPJ's pride, you know, and that he doesn't want to be the guy that's known for being the weak link on defense or the guy that other teams target on the um, on the defensive end that he wants to 
win for this team on both ends of the floor. Malone fully believes he can do that for on the offensive side of the ball, but you know, can he do it on the defensive side? And that really comes down to, in Malone's opinion, and at least what he shared with us, kind of his anthem for this season, which is discipline, being disciplined in, in everything that the team does. And of course, um, kind of the catchphrase that he keeps keeps reiterating to us has been, um, don't talk about it, be about it. Don't talk about a championship, be about a championship. And he dove into that even more saying, don't talk about it and be about it means to be disciplined in everything you do that would help you lead to a championship. Being on time, he referred to being locked in, not being distracted, that that's kind of the energy he's bringing to this training camp and to this season the mindset that he would like to have, not talking about it, being about it. He doesn't want to talk about being a top five defense, although it's been mentioned several times now. He wants to be a top five defense. We all should know this by now with Michael Malone. He's always wanted to be a top five defense. He will remember the one three months, like three months in December that they were the top, in a top five defense. So for an entire season, that'll be like his highlight. So you know he wants to be a top five defense, but he doesn't want to talk about it. He wants to be about it, meaning, you know, getting to your spots, um, getting through screens, following the scheme, the defensive scheme, so that they can actually be a top five defense. And he spoke specifically to how that would apply or that mentality of discipline would apply to MPJ, you know, and in his rotations um, on the floor. He doesn't want him to be a situational player anymore. He wants him to be a two-way player, a guy who can defend, and and that means being disciplined in some of your defensive practices. So that's what Malone is looking for as far as MPJ's growth. Um, he actually, I don't think he said much about Jamal yesterday. He did talk about um, the rotations that he used, the lineups that they played in yesterday, and he specifically said, you know, that these will change because he wants guys from different lineups to um, become acclimated with each other, to build chemistry with each other. He specifically referred to like Jamal and Bones, for example, that he plans to have them on the floor together at times this season. So he wants them to have built a chemistry during this training camp as well. So these lineups and rotations are well, are likely to change, but the first group yesterday was Jamal and PJ. Aaron Gordon, KCP, and Jokic, the second group being Bones, Davon Reed, um, Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, and DeAndre Jordan, and then the third being Ish Smith, Christian Braun, Peyton Watson, Vlako Chanshar, and Zeke Naji. So expect those to kind of change over time, but probably, likely, you're starting five right there going into the season, right? That lineup really puts Aaron Gordon back in his natural position and you know that was a really fun team to watch when we got to see uh, those four and Will Barton out there um, they they were really fun those five games so definitely excited for what training camp day two has in store for us but head over like I said to Denver Stiffs either on Instagram or DenverStiffs.com to read more about what was said after day one of training camp and on media day, the biggest takeaways. And of course, head over to Denver Stiffs on Instagram for funny videos, more lighthearted Nuggets coverage. As always, I just really appreciate you all tuning in to the Chicken Nuggets podcast. I will be with you guys back on a regular schedule this year. Ooh, and the last thing I want to talk about, 
The Nuggets right now, their opening line is at 49 and a half wins. 49 and a half wins. If you haven't locked in that over by now, you need to. 49 and a half wins? Are you kidding me? They can absolutely do that this season. Malone specifically talked about how last year they did a really good job of beating teams that they should beat, like below 500 teams. But beating elite teams is definitely a place of emphasis for the Nuggets this season. They definitely want to work on beating the elite teams, which, funny enough, they used to only beat those teams and lose to terrible teams. Now they beat the terrible teams, but lose to great teams. So definitely a point of emphasis this season. We'll have to see how that goes. But um, locking this over, it's just too too good to be true. If you can find it at a book, let me know. I think I've only seen it at DraftKings so far. But, you know, I'll be bringing you bets every single game of this season, uh, probably more often than that at this point because it will be full time now. So love you all. Thank you so much for always supporting. And, you know, you can follow me at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok for all the behind the scenes, more personal coverage than you get here on the Chicken Nuggets. Ten seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic 